Welcome to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you are ready to find your inner magic, develop great habits, and a rock steady mindset to feel confident, comfortable, and fit in your body, you are in the right place. I am Kim Barnes Jefferson, and I'll be giving you weekly doses of health, fitness, and life tips sprinkled with humor and real talk. If you're ready to be consistent without the stress of perfection, magic makers, it's time to slip into your favorite pair of PJs, grab some coffee, kick back, and listen to today's show. Hey, Magic Makers, a great iTunes review of the week. I want to thank Ms. Robin for leaving this awesome review. She says, great information, humorous host. If you're over 40, you need this information. Listening here can save you time and frustration with regards to your health. Kim is a great host with valuable information and humor infused. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you so much, Robin Nutritionist. Yeah, that is my hope and goal of this show is that I'm able to give great information to you either via a solo episode or by the, the multitude of amazing guests that I've been able to have on the show. I want women over 40 to be like, you know what? Sometimes life, you just need to take a step back and laugh, laugh at yourself, laugh at just what life throws our way from time to time. Because if we can't laugh at ourselves, who can we laugh at? So thank you so much, Robin, for that amazing review. And if you're listening here, do me a favor. Reviews are what fuels my ratings with iTunes. It also helps me to better understand the information that I'm bringing to you. So I would love and appreciate if you gave a review and I will read it here on the show. And if you don't know how to do it, do me a favor, reach out to me. I am here to help you facilitate that. All right, enjoy the rest of your day and enjoy the show. Oh, magic makers. I hope you are having a great day. I don't know about you, but it's, you know, you have those days where you, you feel like it's going to start out one way and then it just makes a left turn and just like the accelerator just stomps on. Well, that's the kind of day I am having. So I really wanted to like come in and make sure I got this podcast recorded today because I know so many of us feel that way. And I feel like once I got into that menopausal state, though like that like anxious feeling just I could not let it dissipate no matter what I did so here today I'm going to guide you through the ups and downs of menopause and what a transformative sometimes batshit crazy way of life this can be so we're taking a deep dive into understanding what are the nutrition and exercises changes that need to happen during menopause so we can really work on fighting one this stubborn weight right let's just be honest like okay and the hot flashes but like the stubborn weight is really one of the things you're like i used to be able to pull all of these random levers and boom it would work and now i'm like i got nothing every lever you pull it's like you know trying to open up a lot door so we're going to talk about what are the changes we need to make to our strength training what are the old habits we need to break free of and finally how do we just freaking thrive during this these this time so here's the thing right to thrive through menopause it's three areas right we need to work on our nutrition we need to work on our exercise our hormones and our habits and menopause brings by a lot of changes in our body and it's essential that we adapt our nutrition to support these changes and one of the key 
adjustments is protein and fiber. Like if you don't do anything different to your diet, adding protein and fiber will be such a game changer for you. One, protein maintains our muscle mass. And as we age, you know, you've heard this before, you hit 35, that's the peak of your muscle. And if you're listening to me, you're under 35, for the love of God, start lifting some heavy shit. But if you are over 35, keep up with the strength training, prioritize that over other things. And I know many of you listening to me, you're time struck. I get it. I feel you. But do what you can to make sure that you are strength training because muscle mass declines as you age. We lose about three to 5% for every decade of life after age 35. The other thing with adding in fiber is one, it's filling. Also, as you age, um, our digestive health declines. Roughly around age 60, we start to lose some of our digestive fiber. Also, when I have enough fiber, it helps me to eliminate toxins. Um, Also, extra estrogens that are floating around in my body also helps me to eliminate those. Are you tired of your hormones running the show and wreaking havoc on your life? Do you feel like you're stuck in this never-ending cycle of the same old routine, hoping for some type of miraculous weight loss that never seems to arrive? Well, my friend, I have the tool for you. Menopause turned my world upside down. I felt like I was on a roller coaster that I never signed up. But Please fear not because I have a solution that you have been searching for. I call it Fabulously Thriving. It is your personal toolkit for taking control of the chaos that is menopause. If you ever felt like menopause should have a playbook and yours got lost in the mail, this is for you. With Fabulously Thriving, I've designed it to help you feel amazing every single day and to finally feel like you're able to take the reins so that you can buckle up and reclaim your health, reclaim your waistline so that you no longer feel a constant need for caffeine, sleep, and a towel to wipe away those hot flashes. It's time for us to re-examine our approach to healthy living so we don't have to feel like We have to choose between being good or bad anymore. We're resetting your habits and creating routines so that they can stick around for the long haul. And finally, when you join me on this journey to rediscover your health so that you can finally thrive in menopause, weight free, we can get those unruly hormones back on track. So if you're interested, do me a favor, check the link below because you deserve to thrive and lose the weight in menopause. So, you know, basically between protein and fiber, those two things are very satiating. And the more satiated I am, the less likely I am to snack, snack, snack. Okay. And they also help me feel fuller, longer, AKA satiating. So I want to shout from the rooftops that it's no longer about eating less. It is eating until you're satisfied. And for many women, it's like, if you have a scale of one to 10, one being I'm absolutely starving and 10 being like, I got to unbutton my pants. Most people fall into the category of, you might need to unbutton your pants, but you definitely feel a little like uncomfortable. So here's where we have to start to learn how to Eat, find a way to eat between that five and that seven, like somewhere in that middle zone, 
Okay. And that's really helpful because, you know, it's not, it calories do matter, but it's like, what are the calories made up? It, what matters even more at this time of life. And so for years, for many of us have been told, gotta, you want to lose some weight, pull out the carbs and take out the daily wine and bada boom, bada bing, you lose the weight. I want to go on vacation. I just got to give myself, you know, a good four to six weeks and boom, 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 I can pull it all back together. Well, here's the thing. That game ain't going to fly in menopause. Menopause is like, girlfriends, you think I going to fall for that trap? This is a new game, sister. So we have so many hormones working against us in this moment that it is so hard to predict what is going to work at any time. So we have to start being more mindful of listening to our bodies ahead of time, right? We have to be more mindful of like, instead of thinking that it's just a matter of dropping this and adding that, that's just not going to fly. So at this point, it's not about following diet, air quoting here. It's about you becoming the leader, right? You are looking at how can I prioritize protein on my plate, followed by vegetables, followed by good fats, and then followed by carbs. Now carbs are no longer are not the devil. For those of you who are strength training, carbs are your fuel. Carbs are what actually starts that whole energy cycle and you need that in order to function. Trust me, when I was competing and I was really low on my carbs as I was getting closer and closer to a show, I was stupid. I couldn't think. You would ask me my name and I would pause for like a hot second and be like, oh, they asked me my name, right? You need that to get your brain to function. And this balanced approach is what is going to help stabilize your energy and control your cravings. Because how many of you have pressed hard on cardio, your cravings went right up through the roof? Or you just are always like so hungry that you're just like, all you could think about is food and your next meal. And what what could have been a civilized sit down for a meal turned into a like, how quickly can I get this food into my mouth? And then you don't realize how um, stuffed you become. And so one of the big principles, tenets of a program I have called Fabulously Thriving, I teach you what full looks like. We work specifically with you to understand what does it look like to leave we start with like five bites, like leave five bites of your food on the, on, on your plate. How does that feel? And then play with play with that so that we're no longer becoming the clean, uh, clean plate club. And I get that, right? You know, but depending on what era you grew up in, there was another country, someone was starving, you know, they were starving in Africa, they're starving in India, they're starving some in China, whatever, Whatever, you know, era you grew up in, there was some country that was starving and you need to make sure you eat because we were being wasteful, right? So it's really all about how do we start to just maybe not pull as, put as much on your plate? You know, um, the main philosophy that I teach a lot is that there's always more, right? You know, we always think we have to just get it all done right now. But if I go into every meal with like, there's always more, that might help me to kind of minimize, you know, what I put on my plate and finally be able to say, am I hungry? Do I need this? Right. So think about that. Cause like, let's face it, you know, when you enter into 35 plus, we are entering into a different world. Our bodies are changing on the daily, on the regular. And so we have to start doing, making some tweaks of what we're currently doing. And many of you listening to me, you're doing all the right things. And you're like, still like, God damn it. Like nothing. I can a girl get a break. 
And in the first few modules of Fabulously Thriving, I break this down. I break the ins and outs of protein, carbs, and good fats so that you finally understand like what all these mo- these mic- macronutrients mean and how they freaking apply to you, okay? And so then we're gonna shift our focus into exercise. It's time to break free from the notion that exercises need to be hours and hours and hours long, that you shouldn't be able to wash your hair the next day or get off the toilet that's a good workout, right? That's how we would just judge a workout. And I, back in the day, right, I was that person that if a workout was not 90 minutes, if I could not get in a strength training and uh, cardio in the same workout, why, why work out? Like it wasn't bothering. Like why, why do it? And now if I could go back in time, I would shake my past self. I would shake my shoulders and be like, seriously, dude, like, Anytime you move your body, it counts, right? There's no like, you know, I was so fixated on the hard. I was so fixated on the struggle that I didn't even like, you know, understand the compound effect. And I've talked about this on several podcasts. It's like, it's the little things. It's kind of like the compound effect of money, right? You put in a dollar and if I am like getting compounding daily interest, my money is going to grow for all the little deposits that I put into it. And I subscribed to the Go Big or Go Home. Oh my goodness. I was like a card carrying member of the big Go Big or Go Home club. And so if you are in that, in that, I, you know, I can't stress enough that that, that kind of thinking is going to keep you stuck where you are right now. Um, and even if you can work out at least 30 minutes, it's something. And, you know, in my Fit Girl Magic Society, I, my, my workouts last the ladies anywhere from 30 to 40 minutes, right? Because I want to make sure the biggest reason why people tell me they can't work out is time. And I know that many of you can find at least 30 minutes, two to three times a week to get in some work training or strength training or some type of workout because short, intense workouts can be incredibly effective, right? It is about lifting heavy and chasing strength and stability versus chasing that skinny physique, right? Strength training is essential to performing, uh, preserving our bone density and our muscle mass. Like, you know, think about, no one wants to think about this, but fast forward, you're 80 years old. Do you want to have, like, be able to get out of your own chair? You want to have that strength versus having fragility, you know, being told that you have osteopenia, osteoporosis. And maybe if you did a little bit more strength training, we wouldn't be, you know, it wouldn't have have digressed to that level. Maybe you're someone whose family has a uh, history of that. And now's the time, girls. Now's the time to like get your shit together so that you're not having that conversation with your doctor. Because having a leaner physique, this means a smaller dress size. And let's be honest, right? Most of us are interested in that smaller size versus what you see drop on the scale. You know, um, I've used this example before. So I have a, a one of the first uh, nutrition uh, classes that I took this woman she was like uh she was like 80 if she was a day and she was so freaking funny so she said what do you what do most people want do you want to look like a beach ball or a baseball and most people if you think about it, if I took a baseball right baseball isn't small hard to and I put that on a scale and say I'm making this up say it weighed 50 pounds now I say it took a beach ball if I put a beach ball on the scale and, it, and I put in sand or rocks, whatever, to have it weigh 50 pounds. What would you prefer your body composition to be? This beach ball 
or this nice hard rock baseball. Muscle is that nice hard rock baseball. And that's what most of us are chasing. And so that's what's going to give you that is strength training. It's not spending hours and hours on cardio. Yes, I feel like cardio is like a sprinkle. Like it's like nuts on top of your, it's, it's, it's like a nuts on top of your Sunday. Um, but, you know, here's, I'm going to throw another thing in your face. Because sometimes we all need to get like, you know, like, or shaking around, uh, what the scale says. So what would you rather see what the scale cells says or pulling on your favorite pair of pants and that waistband ain't digging into your belly button? Yeah, you feel that, right? So it's time to embrace strength training because like I said, inside my Fit Girl Mind Society, I give you workouts that are only going to last you like 30-ish minutes. So that way you can get in and get out. So if you are like that person who wants to get in and out of the gym, I got you. I can, you could also do it at home. I completely understand that. So then comes our hormones, right? So we got diet and exercise and then here comes our hormones. Like hormones are essential to understand during this phase because you know, estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone, they are, they're the main players in this party. Um, you know, there are other minor cast, there's other minor, you know, cast of characters that come in from time, come in from time to time. But these are the main players, right? These are the main drivers of other systems in our body. And when their levels change, OMG, right? The party really starts to begin. And honestly, it's not until you, I started to take a deep dive into menopause that I truly understood the role these hormones played in all the systems in our body. You know, this is why we have so many crazy symptoms. This is why, you know, we can't, you know, not everyone's menopause is going to look the same, right? We can't, oh, everything looks different for someone. Like, you know, for me, it was mainly like hot flashes and weight gain and itchy eyes and like dry skin where someone else, they might just sail through it and nothing, you know, others might just have stubborn weight gain. It just all depends on, you know, you. And so, we, you know, the list is so long of what could possibly be your menopause thing. So as I break it apart, let's start with estrogen. Estrogen helps with bone, mood, vaginal health, weight management, brain health. Progesterone is responsible for helping us feel good, buffers the cortisol, the stress hormone, um, helps us manage our anxiety. Um, and it helps, you know, the, its main, you know, its main primary job is to make sure that um, when it gets the signal from estrogen that, hey, I'm going to tell the ovaries to release the egg. And when the egg comes out, we want to make sure that the uterus is ready and has a nice nest for the egg to uh, land in, you know, but, you know, our bodies think our, as a woman, our main job is to reproduce. And so progesterone starts to feel estrogen wane. And it's like, Hey, I don't need to prepare the womb anymore because we're not getting a lot of estrogen. So when progesterone starts to slow down, we become very um, less tolerant, if you will, to stress, right? Cortisol can run rampant because it doesn't have go to progesterone being like, hey, playing the bouncer for progesterone. And let's not forget testosterone, right? It also helps us to influence our body fat distribution. So for many of us, you know, we were able to keep our nice womanly shape. And so we go from that pear shape to like the nice tight waist to having that like apple that apple shape. And this shift can be, um, this, it happens, and this also shift can also affect our bones and keep us from feeling sexy, right? Feeling, uh, feeling, you know, sexy on the inside. And so 
here's where we really have to start working on breaking free from our old rules and diets. They are no longer serving us, right? So it's critical during this phase that we say goodbye to cheat days and start searching. Instead of searching for the perfect diet, this time it's all about saying to ourselves, how do I start to find some balance in my life? Because let's just, I've said this in a previous podcast, right? If we've, if you're at age 40 right now, okay, the average woman is going to live until they're like mid eighties. Do you want to spend the next 40 something years chasing the good food, bad food list? Or would you rather say, you know what? I want to be able to go out socially. I want to be able to like cook a meal and not just be like, oh my God, how is this going to affect my waistline? Right. Do you want to go into life like that? So it's time for us to start to say, you know, what, how can I simplify this? Right. And if I go back to what I, what we said earlier, how do I put some protein on my plate? How do I put some vegetables on my plate? Right. How do I start to make sure I'm getting in the strength training? How do I start to make sure that I am starting to like not be all stressed out so that I can get a good night's sleep? I one, can I start to try to get a good night's sleep? You know, so many times when I start to talk to women about, you know, self-care, stress management. They're like, oh my God, can I work? Like my boss, my boss is just a complete ass. He doesn't understand. And then my kids, and then it's like this whole spiral. But here's the one thing, the one takeaway that I can do this. I have several podcasts on on stress. Um, one, like I, like I mentioned earlier, progesterone is not around to really help give us that like warm hug and help like us chill ourselves out. So it's really for, easy for us to spiral a lot quicker. Second, start to look about what can I control, right? Like write, write it down. You know, your boss an asshole. You can't control that, right? You, there's nothing good could do to control if your boss an asshole, your kids are assholes, you have assholes in your life. There's nothing you can do to control that. So he's like, okay, I can't control that, but what can I control? Right. So when I start to really focus in on what can I control, I start to like strip away, right? And then I start to be like, okay, what can I do? You know, how can I delegate? How can I better the situation versus feeling like I'm caught in a no-win situation? Because that sucks, right? The no-win situation, that absolutely sucks. So as we're starting to, you know, break away from our old food rules, our old um, old diet, our old nutrition, and our old um, exercise patterns, starting to really start to kind of say, like, how could I start to really embrace my self-care? And self-care, I'm not talking massages and pedicures and manicures. It's like, how do I say no? How do I create boundaries so that I can start to minimize and mitigate some of my stress? You know, how do I stop vilifying certain foods or certain activities and starting so that I can finally start to maybe, if I'm a stress eater, an emotional eater, I can start to rein in those eating binges I can learn to trust myself around food you know I don't know how many times people will say to me like oh I can't be in the same room with chips I'll just eat the whole bag or um oh my god ice cream you know that was me I was I was an ice cream person I could not buy ice cream in my house without you know I could I would say oh I'm gonna have two teaspoons and let's see you know I got a full belly and, you know, depending on the size of the ice cream that I bought, either it was all gone if I bought a pint or if I bought like a half gallon, I was just like trying my best to like reach the bottom. So I I understand that, right? I'm not that person who ever will say to you, like, try harder. Like, no, trying harder never works. I, I, I'm sorry. Trying harder never works. Going the, the big challenge here is going in and having a plan, 
right? And that's one of the things I work with you on. It's like, we work individually, we work side by side because it's not one flavor fits all. I wish it were, it would make my life easier or make your life easier. But here's where we kind of start to say, you know, we work through, are you feeling hungry? How do we start to, you know, add more space in between your meals so that you are starting to get that hunger signal again versus feeling like I must eat five meals a day and they must look like this, right? So how do we start to create your meals that that look like you? Because I trust me, I know that unless that brings you joy, and I want to still joy, no one here wants to be like calculating uh, macros and all of that for the rest of their natural born life, right? So we want to really start to say to ourselves, I'm no longer going to follow these food rules like this low carb, low fat, no fat, salt, all of these. I have to start to really start to say to myself, like, how is this truly working for my body? Right. Am I seeing any changes? Because I see so many people like still on that six day a week grind at the gym. And I ask, is that working for you? If it's working for you and you are starting to see changes in your body, great rock on with your bad self. But if you aren't seeing any changes, that's when I need to ask you, is it time to revisit what you're doing? And I know shifting that mindset can be, oh, trust me, I like it took me a long time to break free of that six day a week habit because it's like, you feel like you're doing something. You feel like I'm, I'm, I'm making forward momentum. And it's our... Um, We've been, I don't know if the word is socialized. I'm not sure what the right word is, but we've been told, we've been, you know, programmed. That's the word I'm looking for, programmed. We've been programmed to think more is better, right? Go big or go home. And that if I exercise more and eat less, that's the key to the puzzle. But unfortunately, menopause is like a rebirth. Like there is no key. Like there's, there is no like magic. Like here, girl, here are the keys. Here is where we really have to just go through and focus on how can I make this work best for me? Because there's no meal plan. The ri- restrictions, that's what got many of us here, including myself, the rigid diets, the cheat days, the hacks, like, right? If a hack lasted, if you had a hack last longer than five minutes, please let me know because I'll be preaching that to the days, is, to the days long. The key here is educate yourself on yourself so that you are aware that you can say, okay, Here's how I have to make these tweaks. What is the carb ratio for you? Because maybe someone else can thrive on having five to six bites of carbs, but you're like, you know what? I can only thrive on three to four bites. And what are the exercise? You're like, maybe you could get away with going hard on the exercise. And maybe you can't. You know, I, I have a client, um, Susan, and Susan, she sail through menopause she's 60 something years old and she's just got a little bit of fluff that she wants to get rid of but i have another client who's in her late 50s and she's like i can't shake this belly no matter what i do and so both of them requires a different approach where one isn't sleeping and one can like you know i can say sleep and she's out like a light so it's like coming at them from different places where it's like one we're really working on her sleep and her stress while the other person we're really working on like okay she's got that apple shape she's working like at the gym like non-stop like it's her side hustle and really working on her mindset to be like okay can we you know bring that back 
just a touch and see what happens because a lot of this is an experiment. And the experiment, I, w- I want you to, when I say experiment, I know some people are like, well, I don't want to be experiment. Here's the thing. It's like, I know the basics, right? But for for some people, it's like the Goldilocks effect, right? I know that six days a week for people who have low progesterone, it's 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 not the, it's not a way for you. It's not and high stress and not sleeping. I know that it is not a way a path forward for you. But I know if I bring back that exercise a little bit, right, and start to work with what your body is giving us, I know that you can get a little bit more out of it. So I know that I don't. So where the experiment comes, it's like okay, you're doing six days. Is it if we pulled it back to five days? Does that give us a little bit more like relief from the perimenopausal symptoms? Or if I pulled you back to four days a week, does that start to shrink down the inflammation in your body, right? That's the that's the experiment piece there, where it's like, I know the, the culprit, but it's like, what is the exact prescription? I want you to think about like, um, when a doctor gives you a prescription, right? They kind of estimate on the dosage and they're like, okay, we're going to start at this dosage and see. Or if you hit a certain, you know, uh, milestone we can reduce it or increase it what have you so that's the same way this works it's like really working with you on that nice individualized basis so that we can start to really optimize and create a framework specific for you so that you are no longer feeling like i tried that diet and put on another 10 pounds or i tried that diet and lost 10 pounds but it only lasted for five minutes right so that's where with Vibrancy Thriving, I work with you on an individual basis to really help us understand how do we maximize and optimize our hormones? How do we, what are, what's the best exercise prescription for you? And then also like, how do we start to optimize that nutrition so that you can say like, all right, ask yourself better questions. Am I hungry? How's my energy? How's my craving? Am I sleeping? And those are the questions that we ask so we can be like, okay, what are the tweaks that we make when these those things come out of balance. So ladies, I'd love for you to raise your hand and let me know how this is landing with you. Did this make sense for what I what I've had to say? And if you want to take a deeper dive, embrace the nutritional changes, prioritize training, break train, uh, break free from all the old habits and understand how to optimize your health. I invite you to take a deeper dive and invite you to join me in my Fabulously Thriving program. So just hit me up. The link will be in the show notes. And if you have enjoyed this episode, please do me a favor, subscribe, (laughs) leave me a review. And if you have any, any questions or topics that you would like me to cover, do me a favor, reach out. All my contact information is in the show notes. Ladies, we can thrive through menopause. All right, enjoy the rest of your day and thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for listening to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you've made it this far, yay. I'm thinking you enjoyed the show. Let's continue the conversation on Instagram. You can find me at Kim Jefferson Coach. In order for me to keep sharing this message, do me a favor and leave me a five-star review on iTunes. While you're there, don't forget to subscribe so that you won't miss an episode. New episodes are available every Wednesday. The Fit Girl Magic Podcast is intended to provide you with tips, tools, and strategies that will help you make better decisions about your health. I really appreciate your feedback and your support. Thank you so much. Thank you.